My calculations are correct. Welcome to the podcast of pain episode 34 i'm the host the d and will has finally went through his uh transformation he shaved he lost a lot of weight and he became a 12 year old girl so how you doing will i'm doing good all right we're just kidding that's lena june <laughs> she's gonna join us here for today's episode which is the video games that made us like i said i'm the d we're sans will today we're doing uh we're back to the what do you call it? The bi-weekly schedule or whatever, like or the weekly yeah. schedule rather. And I'm gonna go attack this motherfucking topic by myself with a little help. Yes. With a little <laughs> help. All right. So, um, let's see here. First, because I know that you don't remember a whole lot of your video game age. Uh, not a whole lot. <laughs> you don't remember a whole lot of your video game age. So I'm gonna do do something really quick, and I'm gonna let the viewers, whenever they uh, they pop on, they're gonna show. Um, that ain't gonna be what I want to do. Yeah, fuck it. That's what I'll, I'll do. That uh, they can look at your one of your video game debuts here in just a second. You can go ahead and get the link going. Um, so why don't you tell everybody how you uh, hurt yourself? So I was at camp, and um, there was teeter totters. Not my worst enemy. <laughs> teeter totters. Yeah, teeter totters. And then um, I was about to get off, and then uh, I went to a, I went through a tumble. And then it fell on my shoulder. <laughs> you got to tell people something a little bit more epic than that. Like, you had an accident. You have to tell people, like, well, you know, I hit this nosy chick in the face. I gave her the belly-to-belly suplex. And then I tried the uh, the Macho Man elbow drop off the monkey bars. But uh, I short shot it by about a foot. So, that's yeah. what I would have done. Honestly. And then I went to the ER. Yeah. And then you oh, Jesus Christ. So, you were at camp not even two hours. Not even two hours. <laughs> and I get a phone call from your mom saying she's taking you to the ER. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, she fell off the teeter-totter. And as soon as she said that, I knew exactly what the fuck, what the fuck happened. <laughs> How do you fall yeah. off the teeter-totter? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Being stupid about it. <laughs> All right. So, I got your link. Uh, uh, this, this is Lena's uh, Xbox 360 debut. And uh, it's right here in the comments. I'm going to go ahead and put that bitch up for you right there. Um, and then enjoy yourself. It has to do with uh, Fruit Ninja as well as the Xbox Connect. That was yeah. big for about five minutes. Um, other than that, let's see. We're about three minutes in. I am recording on... Okay, good deal. Making sure everything's all good to go. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> um, man. All right. I'm going to put some... Maybe I'll put some music on. Yes. I don't know if I'm allowed to do it. I, I'm, I don't think I can do it for too long with the YouTube. Uh... The YouTube bullshit, but we'll figure something out. Anyway, um, so today we're doing episode 34, mm-hmm. right? I yeah. said episode 34, didn't I? Yeah. Is that on here somewhere? It's in somewhere. Like All right, it's episode 34, I'm pretty sure. I think the last week's episode was... Uh, 
Celebrity crushes. Yeah, there we go. We're good. We're good. Okay, so I had to make sure that I got my alcoholic beverages. And I got my water. And you got your water. Yeah. Good to go. All right, so I'm an 80s kid, as most of you may or may not know, and I started with Atari. So Atari had, I mean, I cannot believe uh, the kind of graphics that we had back then. Yeah. Like, I mean, you don't even know, Lena. <laughs> you you keep up. on telling me about it. It's like, ooh, I got this game. No, I got this game. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me, let me give you a little tidbit on um, Atari. I think it was the 5200. It might have been the 2600. I don't remember the difference. Wait, was it like like 6-bit? Uh, ooh. I believe you are correct. Was it 6-bit? Does anybody in the chat know? Um, no one's in the chat. I know, no <laughs> one's in the chat. Thank you for showing up. Well, it's partly my fault, I think, because uh, I said I was going to go on at 5.30, and it's now almost 6 o'clock. How many bits? Uh, Atari 2600 was 8-bit, so it was right there with Nintendo. Okay. All right, so we're going to look at some Atari 26 games really quick and give you an idea of what kind of graphics we were working with back in the day. All right, so the cartridges looked were this. They were about this big, okay? Um, and they fit. They were like a top loader, so kind of like N64. You kind of remember 64 and the Super Nintendo. You, I don't think you played it yourself. You sat and played a couple of games when I broke out the old systems. But it's a top loader game. So basically, it sat up like this, and there would be a slot right here. Put yeah. it in. You'd have the reset button. You'd have the power button. Uh, and then you have the oh. the inputs for your controllers, but this is kind of what <laughs> this is what the games look like. So imagine playing like Stranger Things. Imagine playing Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's didn't come out until like. Well, I'm just saying, like, I'm trying to like trying to break it down for you so that you like you know. Yeah. Get an idea of what kind of games we were fucking with. Um, uh, some of the popular that was a racing game. So I get the lanes in the street. Mario Kart. Not Mario Kart. <laughs> Definitely not Mario Kart. Hell no. Donkey Kong was one of the big ones. Yeah. You started at the bottom, worked your way to the top. There was an interesting story I was telling you about yesterday with Donkey Kong. Yeah. Uh, Atari wanted to make... No, actually... Mario um, was on accident. Yeah, Mario was on accident. I think Nintendo wanted to make a uh, Popeye the Sailor game. So they had Popeye, Olive Oil, and Bluto. But they couldn't get the the uh, the rights to it. They couldn't get the copyrights or whatever. Yeah. So Popeye turned into Mario. The princess, I for or no no olive oil. I forget what her name was, like Luann or some bullshit. And then Donkey Kong, what ended up being Bluto. So yeah, that's what happened with that game. Very popular. It's changed a lot over the years. I don't know if they brought a new version of that out for like the switch or anything uh i don't know all right well i'm gonna tell you a couple of my favorite games for for the atari okay so i had uh we had combat and that was basically like a just a two-player game i don't remember there was 27 different mini games in it and it was always a two-player i my dumbass sister cunt <laughs> like you just said i was like Cunt. I got. I had always had to add that. I had to preface for it that. Sounds like, that. It sounds like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Mortal cunt. Anyway, there's 27 mini games um, on this game combat. 
Tank, Tank Pong, Invisible Tank, which was fucked. Oh, man, that was fucked. Biplane and Jet Fighter. Okay, so Invisible Tank, man, that sent me through a loop because it's just like you would think. You have your, your colored screen here, but you can't see yourself. You can't see your, your opponent. So oh, you're like sucked. randomly, you're like randomly, I think they would blip every couple of seconds, but you wouldn't, it'd be like Marco Polo. Like Marco Polo! But no, it, it was pretty fucked. Um, but that was one of my favorite games. I just remember like shooting and blowing up shit. Um, let me see if I can pull up some of the video for that really quick. Make sure I can turn it, and there's, ah! Nineteen seventy seven is when nineteen seventy seven. So that's pretty much like the kind of Mario Kart that we had. Oh. So eight like, eight bit at its finest. So like it's like tanks. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Combat. Combat. And that's about as fast as you could go. Not like Fortnite. It was like. <laughs> All right. So the controller. Let me let me also tell you what the controller it was like. A square. Okay. Yeah. It had one button on it, and it had a joystick. Oh, that sucked. <laughs> okay. So you didn't have twelve fucking buttons like you have now with PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. You had one button, and you had the gear, sh- and you had the the. So memorable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like games like Mortal Kombat never were to work. You could only play the basic games like Mario where you can run and jump. Yeah. You know, push up, push down, go through doors. Very, very basic shit. Yeah, luckily, you know what buttons are which because there's only like one button, one joystick. All right, so we're going to go to the next one I remember most from uh, Atari. It was called Missile Command. Now, they've re-released a lot of these for, like, those bullshit plug-in plays that you can go get at Target or whatever. The ones that are, like, 30 bucks and full of, like, 30 or 40 games. I fucking hate ads. God damn it, YouTube. And there's some stupid people on ads. Like, well, let me pause this. I want to say that the reason why they're ads is because that shit pays. I know. Just like on this motherfucking show. That's why we got Chimera Illustration. That's why we got Tactical Trash Out. That's why we got Minor Advana. Yeah. Kill em All Beard Oil. Just trying to make some money. So that's why. That's why they see, yeah, yeah you know. Um, but this is uh, this is Missile Command. So you'd be on the ground. You'd have all these missiles coming up out of the, uh, out of the sky. And you want to protect your ships as much as possible. So basically, you're lining up your shot. To try and keep these missiles from hitting your ships. I didn't make it very far. I got the basic gist of this game. What, fuck, 83 or whenever the hell this came out? I was only two. And then you would do it. You see how many missiles you... How many missiles you stopped or whatever. You would build up over time and that would be your score. There's that one. Um... There was another, let's see, what was another good Atari game that I played? I can tell you what not a good Atari game was. What? The absolute worst video game I've ever played in my life next to The Sopranos, Road to Respect. E.T. Now, you remember the movie. Yeah, I remember the movie. Vaguely, because you said it scared the shit out of you. Not anymore. (laughs) E.T. freaked you the fuck out. 
Yeah. So I, like all all the parents at whatever age show their kids fucking ET, a beloved alien movie, whatever, befriending the little boy. Nope, not her. She was like, "Yeah, I don't want to watch this." It's like, "Go and not watch ET anymore." That's going to make you scared of aliens if, it, if they ever Yeah. I, I will tell you this much. Aliens are never going to land on this planet. If they already have, they're not coming to Jackson. I think I think we're a little we're too ratchet for aliens. Aliens alien life forms. This came out in 1982. And there's some asshole fucking talking over the top of it, so that ain't even so, the sound of it's stupid. Well, it's 8-bit. You didn't have a fucking bow system to work with on a goddamn Atari. Ugh. Do better, Will. Do your research. Shout out to the Escape Pod. Do your research. <laughs> um, Do you watch the Escape Pod? Um, not really. Oh, yeah. you're, you're not a real fan. Brady and Dragon Buddy and Don Snooch, they thank you for your non-patronage. Which, they, I, bet you, I bet you watch it more than Will does. I actually gave Will homework. I told Will he had to watch the escape pod. Like, watch it. Get caught up. Understand like the the fucking uh, the the brotherhood that they have have uh, come through yeah. in the last couple of years or whatever. And that's the kind of bounce off fucking chemistry I want with him. But whatever. Yeah. Anyway, this is ET. I don't really know how to describe it without showing it to you guys. If you guys are from this era, you know what fucking horrible shit this game was. Look up the Angry Video Game Nerd and E.T. for Atari 26. It was one of those games that, you know, everybody was trying to fucking make a dollar off the name. And it was a popular fucking movie at the time. You had to try and uh, get E.T. home, I guess. And you you got the FBI or the whatever agents these are running after you, trying to pick you up and take you. FBI, if you want Take them. Shit. Um, what other, what other games did I play? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot one of the most important, most integral video games of all time on this motherfucker. It was, uh... Pac-Man. It was fucking Pac-Man. Pac-Man. That was, like, the first time that I ever... Most of us had played Pac-Man was on goddamn Atari, 1981. 19... That's his birth year. That's right. That's why we're starting early. So, let's see... We're going all the way back to the 80s. Mm-hmm. There's no sound to this fucking video. Anyway, there it goes. There it goes. What the heck is that sound? Is my headphones not working? I mean, it's really... I mean, they've done... They have worked wonders with this game. Putting it on all different ports. And making it 3D. And putting more elements into it. I was just about to say, like, you can't really <laughs> improve upon this game too much. It's pretty easy. Go after the little dots on, e- on uh, the Atari. They were dashes. Avoid the ghosts. Yeah. Well, this is still fucking plain. I'm just going to look up some other popular titles for the Atari 26. Yeah. Atari 26 games. Because I don't remember a whole lot. I remember those few... All right, there we go. Uh, classics like Space Invaders, Adventure, Frogger, Pitfall, Ms. Pac-Man, Asteroids, Atlantis, Joust. A lot of these were like quick pick-up-and-play kind of like funny games. I don't remember playing any of these long-play games. Like there was a fucking Star Wars game on that came out in 82. I don't remember. I mean, I can't remember playing a long-play game on this console at all. Centipede, that was another one, another another favorite from the arcade. 
Um, Donkey Kong Jr., Popeye. There wasn't a whole lot. I mean, I want to think there were a lot of a lot of games for this console, but top ten list. Okay, I'm pretty basic. A lot of these got re-released on those uh, plug-and-play consoles, and even on the arcade one-up machines. But that's all we're gonna talk about as far as Atari. I remember my parents had something prior to Atari. Um, it may have just been something inclusive with Atari, where it was just Pong. I don't remember having a cartridge for Pong. Uh, like ping pong or just Pong? Basic, well, Pong is ping pong, uh, okay. essentially. <laughs> like, So basically you have a little bar over here and you have a little bar over here. And you can, we had the paddles where you could turn them, turn the, the little dial and that would go up and down. Uh-huh. And then you had the, the little clickers on the side, the clicker buttons on the side. But yeah, it was essentially ping pong slash table tennis, whatever, whatever. Uh, I don't think we ever had television. I did some research prior, and uh, and television was like a, a kind of like a fucking phone. So it was kind of like a phone. It had like d- number uh, number pad on it, and then it had a control stick at the bottom. But I don't remember ever having. So that. it's like so like it's like phone. What I literally just fucking said. Oh God. This is why you're not on the show. <laughs> That's why you're not on the fucking show. Do better, Will. God damn. Um, God damn. Does it still work? Yeah. How do you know? Because I can hear myself. Nintendo. All right. Now we're going we're gonna to switch. Um, boom. We're going to switch. Oh, shit. Come on. There we go. We're going to go to the Nintendo Entertainment System. She came out October 18th, 1985. I was four. And this was one of the fucking, this is, uh, this was pretty epic for me. Top 100. There we go. So, I would also like to give a shout out to, uh, the homie Joe McIntyre because it was because of that motherfucker I was introduced to Nintendo and thus not becoming worth a shit. In my later days. So thanks, Joe. Appreciate you, man. We got four viewers already. Oh, wow. oh and we got a shit ton of comments. That's awesome. So it looks like we got uh, we got Steve Long in here. We got Lunar Girl. We got uh, Dragon Buddies in the house. Hell yeah. See, do your, re- do your research. And... Boom. Good shit. Yeah, all right. Yeah, see, with the, I don't remember the dial controllers, though. I remember just the... They were just fucking black paddles. They had like a, a dial on the top, which had like an orange band around it. And I want to think they had like clicker buttons. It was for a specific game though. But that's what I remember having. Yeah. Um, we're, okay, so let's see. Good shit. Well, thanks for joining the show. This is, if you guys are uh, t- just tuning in, this is definitely not Will. This is Lena. Say hi, Lena. Hello. All right. So, 1985 came along, Nintendo, yeah. which the the gray, I mean, you you remember this vaguely. Uh, I remember. All right. Well, that definitely killed a lot of hours. Like I said, I didn't, I wasn't motivated to better myself at all. That was a pretty epic system. That was what everybody wanted for Christmas. I think we ended up getting it for Christmas. Yeah. So, like, they would have the... <laughs> what are you talking about? So, like, the cartridges, yeah, and then Cart- yeah. you put them in, and then... You, they slide in, and then you close the door. They close the door. Yep. 
because I'm like remembering now. I'm like, how do I use it? And it was probably it was probably it was one of the most favorite like fun things as far as yeah. video games, but it was also one of the most pain in the ass because these collected dust like nobody's business. Yes, yeah, like you'd have to blow them out. I've never had to do that with any other system. Except, yeah, not N64, not Sega, just regular Nintendo. And it was a pain in the ass. Um, and then for Nintendo, look, there was all kinds of shit that I remember as far as their marketing. Like, they had this little robot guy that reminded me of Johnny Five yeah, from I'm like, Short I'm look, Circuit. I'm like, what? I'm like looking at him like... I don't know what the hell it was used for. I didn't do that much research, but I know we didn't have it. <laughs> it's helped for a service. Now, how many buttons? How many buttons does PlayStation Two or PlayStation Four have? PlayStation Four. So, there's the two joysticks. Buttons, fool. L one, L two, R one, L R two. I'm like, I'm like thinking, uh, the ones that are on the controller, not on the side top. So eight. Now take a look yeah. at this controller. How many buttons do you see on that motherfucker? Four. <laughs> well, technically two. Well, yeah, start, start, two. start, and select don't count because we didn't use those. But yeah, so a lot of games used A to jump, B to attack. Very, very basic video games. Not like <laughs> fucking Red Dead Redemption or Call <sighs> of Duty and shit now. Yeah, mom's having a hard time with Red Dead Redemption too. <laughs> He's like, I'm done. I can't find the treasure now. <laughs> yeah, those are kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah. They had a lot of different... Uh, they had, like, the twin Famicom. They had the new style. It looked like an SNES that came out years later. Yeah. Uh, a lot of off-brand ones that you'll see at, like, disc traders and shit like that. But, uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Definitely. Um, what do I want to talk about as far as the Nintendo? Let's talk about some of the... Oh! The controllers. All right, so I remember back in the day, they came out with uh, NES Advantage and the NES Max. Now, NES Max was helpful because it had the ability to, like, turbo. So, like, if you wanted to fire faster, you would push the turbo version of B. If you Uh wanted to do, like, multiple jumps real fast, it fucked you up if you were trying to play something like Mario. But that was, like, one of the first newer designs of the controllers that I'd ever seen. Yeah. Um, NES Advantage was cool if you were kind of, if you were more into your arcade games. It's more of an arcade style, uh, yeah, style stick. Uh, also had the turbo that you could adjust, you know, to your, your desired liking. It's like, I want to go Slow mode. I used that for fucking five minutes, never again. What the heck is that? The NES Zapper? Yeah, you don't know nothing about that. So there was probably three games I remember playing this with this. Hogan's Alley. Um, There's another shooter game. And then the one that irritated everybody the most was called Duck Hunt. So you're basically a fucking duck hunter. It's duck season. You see these fucking ducks, you know, zigzagging all across the screen. And if you didn't didn't hit them with all your shots or whatever, you had this dumbass dog pop up. I'm going to pull up the dumbass dog who laughed at you. He laughed at you. Like a dolphin. Or, or, no way. Dang it, that's not a wolf dolphin. I don't know my animals. That's the public school system for you. (laughs) Duck hunt dog laugh. There we go. I remember it like it was yesterday. Here we go. 
Skull Shaver. The power of a smooth. Stupid fucking ads. You know what's funny? It's Pitbull on there, and then we're listening to a dog laugh. <laughs> That's not a pit bull, by the way. Well, it's a dog. This says fail. Fail already. I know, right? All it's getting is easier, birds, and that's not... That's it. Now, one thing about this game is... My sister and I... Cunt. We thought we'd be slick, and I'm sure everybody else did this too, where they would stand up close to the TV because they used like laser, laser sight for the for the gun. Oh, there it goes. So that's what happens when he would laugh at you. It didn't laugh. It was eight bit Nintendo, Lena. You didn't have like I'll, I'll show you fucking I'll show you uh, Punch Out. Punch Out terrified me for the longest time. So let's hold on a second. Punch out. Oh, bald bull. Laugh. Bald bulls laugh scared the fuck out of me. But before we get to that, we're gonna we're gonna keep talking about this really quick. So like, yeah, they, they had laser sight for the, the zapper, and um, so it would, you know, you point it at your TV and it would line up the shot or whatever like that. Yeah. My sister and I. Cunt. You already know that. <laughs> oh, I I say it every time. I say it every time. Anyway, um, but we would line up the shot, and everybody would get closer to the TV, thinking that would include uh, increase your chances of, of shooting the dog. Not all the time. Not all the time. But that dog was definitely a fucking dickhead. All right, so uh, as far as Nintendo, everybody's, I can I assume, most everybody's favorite game on Nintendo was Mario at the time. Yes. It, I mean, it definitely grew over the years, but like when that game first, when that system first came out, that was Nintendo. Everybody was about Nintendo. Um, I actually, as a matter of fact, so my parents got that for me for Christmas the year it came out. Oh. And, excuse me, we had this thing, this family thing, back when our family wasn't so fucked up. You, you weren't there. <laughs> of course I wasn't. Anyway, was I, I know, let's just stick with me here. But we had this thing where we would always uh, go to my Aunt Carol. Yeah, my Aunt Carol and um, Uncle Stan's house. They lived over on Falcon, way the fuck out that way. And uh, we would meet up with our other relatives, cousins, shit like that. Yeah. Uh, Grandpa Bill would come out with his mom, my great-grandma, and which you never met her either. Yeah, of course. Um, but anyway, we would, we would get our presence from them at that point in time, right? The year that Nintendo came out, um, my mom was telling me and my sister, hey, it's time to go, you know, go to Aunt Carol's house. And I was like, no, I ain't fucking leaving. I'm playing Nintendo. And she was fucking pissed. Like, the whole goddamn day pissed. Yeah, because, like, like, because me and Piper, like, remember, no. So Piper and me... Um, we'll be playing GTA on the PS4, and Mom's like, oh, I'm going to go get groceries. I'm like, no, we'll go stay We're here. going to stay here. We're no, it was a different here. time. That was a totally different time. I know, but this is when um, we were at a, the apartment. Um, Let's see here. So, 
my parent, or at least my mom, was like super pissed at me because I didn't fucking go do the family thing, and Grandpa had to make a special stop to the house while Ooh. while I was still playing Nintendo. Like I was itching. Like I turned the TV off. Oh man! Another thing you don't know about Nintendo about video games is back in the day, if you even bumped this motherfucking console, like if it was yeah. if somebody walked by too hard and it was on a shelf, or if uh, somebody bumped it on the floor or whatever like that, you your game would be fucked. You'd get this blinking blue screen, which means, guess what? You have to start the fuck over again. Oh, no! So if you're like four hours into Mario or four hours into Zelda or whatever like that, you didn't have a save system. You couldn't go and save your game. You didn't have memory cards. Uh, some games had passwords, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, but you had to start your shit over again. Like, it's like you're going to the last level, and then you're like, See, anything, like, remotely like that would fucking set the Nintendo. It was yes. very temperamental. Um, but, no, there would be many occasions where my mom would try and take us to the store, and yeah. I'd be in the middle of the game. And I'm like, okay, pause it, sit it down ever so fucking carefully. We'd leave the fucking house, come back, and maybe it was still on. But most of the time, it was a goddamn, it was a goddamn blinking blue screen. Holy shit. Dragon yeah. Bunny knows too, see? No saves. You played for three days straight. Go to take a piss and mom shut that shit off. <laughs> yes. Literally. Like all moms were like, pause the game. No, it's online. I'm playing with other people. Yeah, see, that's like that's like your guys' major, like this generation's major thing is like everybody wants to pause. It's on fucking, I'm playing online. I yeah. can't. There's no saving it. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. What do you know about that? It, you don't know shit about it's that. It's the code. What code? Tell uh, me what. Tell me what company. I'll give you five dollars. I'm not gonna win. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you're not gonna win. We'll talk but about I that know, in a minute. It's, it's everywhere. People like trying to like. <laughs> it's Konami. Oh, Konami. I, I want to think that some other games, some other companies or games, had utilized that later on, but for the most part, it was Konami. So Contra. I know that Follow the Foot Clan on the Game Boy used it. Yeah. Right off, I don't remember any other games at the moment, but yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I I know. You do get points for it being significant, so. I feel like Nintendo, like Nintendo does it. Does Nintendo do it? Not just Nintendo. It was Not a specific. It was specific to oh, okay. uh, Konami, the, one of the companies that they put games out for. Yeah. Um, so, let's see. I'm going to go through a couple of my favorite games that I had on Nintendo. Of course, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is on that I list. Mean, yeah, duh. Still to this day, even with Cowabunga Collection coming out for the Switch and other systems, I still haven't beaten up. Come closer, and it has a save system. You can rewind, you can pause, but it's still a fucking pain in the fucking ass, man. Literally, if you go downstairs, boom, a whole collection of Ninja Turtles stuff. Yeah, Mickey. Okay, this was definitely not a favorite. Mickey Mouse Capade. I'm on IGN's top 100 NES games. <laughs> Fuck off, man. That was such a pain in the ass because you had Mickey Mouse. You were taking on all kinds of like you know sprites and different ele- uh, enemies or whatever like that, and you had Minnie's dumbass tagging along with you. Like, so she'd be one step behind you, uh-huh. but you had to make sure she made it to where you were. So if you're climbing up a ladder. You had to stay on that ladder for one extra second so that Minnie could catch up. 
Like, just leave her. She's not going to do anything good. You had to fucking take her. You had to keep her with you. She would get kidnapped, and then you'd have to go and rescue her. Thank God. No, you had to. So it's basically like Mario, when they kidnap Peach. Nah, not even. Not even. It was basically like the precursor to Sonic and Tails. Yeah. Like on the Sega, which I, I don't think you've played that either. I never played it anymore. All right. So let me go through some of these other ones. Um, Double Dragon was a favorite of mine. Uh, I played shit like... I didn't get into any of the Zelda games. I know those are a big deal, but like I just... I got lost really fucking quick. I got frustrated really quick. Fuck that. I, had to get, yeah, I was a fucking idiot. I needed a straight... I needed a map or somewhere, somebody to tell me where the fuck to go, basically. I do remember playing shit like Legacy of the Wizard, um, Little Nemo Dream Master. Of course, I played a lot of the wrestling games. The wrestling games were fucking shit. You want to see? Okay, you've played the last wrestling game that I got. Was it 2K23? WWE? I don't think we got 2K23. 24 is the one that's out now. Or no, no, you're right. 22 is the one that I bought. I'm like, sorry. How is it already out? I'm sorry. I'm I'm retarded. Anyway, we're gonna go back to uh, we're gonna go to YouTube really quick, and I'm gonna show you this uh, show you this game. Yeah. So WWF WrestleMania. I'm gonna show you how how garbage these wrestling games were back in the day. Here comes some more commercials. Of a Peacock, a friend of the family. The There we go. Hulk Hogan, if you didn't know. Made by Acclaim. And I didn't really have a choice back in the day. They weren't coming out with, like, really epic... You had two buttons. What could you really fucking do in Nintendo? Like, this was all we had. We knew it was bad back then. <laughs> we couldn't like, do anything. It came out in 88. Like you were, like, seven? Yep. Seven years old. Let's see. But this was the, the extent of the game. So you'd have your character up in the top. And you can tell who's who, but you don't have a bottom rope. You can't really climb on the top rope. You don't have weapons. You don't have steel chairs. There's no ref. There's no crowd. You could kick and punch. You'd have a special move in there somewhere. But that's what they used to look like back in the day. Very basic. Very, very basic. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, they don't give color at the top of the ki- for the characters, but they give color on the bottom. Yeah, it was. I'm telling you, man, we were limited to what we had, but we—that's all we had. So we didn't yeah. know any better. We didn't know how awesome video games were going to be in the future. Yeah. Um, other games that I played, Mario was like a big staple with everyone in, in Nintendo. Uh, Super Mario Two, Super Mario Three was pretty badass. Other games that I played in Nintendo. Let's go through this IGN bullshit list. Shadowgate was probably about as hardcore as I got into uh, what do they call them? Role playing games. Me and your me and your grandma and used to do that that game pretty fucking hard. We would fight. We'd find all kinds of items. You'd get fucking dragons if you picked the wrong yeah. door. You'd get burned up or you'd fall to your oh, death. It's like it's like pick a door. Oh, I'm going to pick this cloudy one. Boom. Right to your death. Well, I'll, I'll pull it up to you so you can see this really quick. NES. Gameplay for Shadowgate. Um, still, I if I had to make a, a top 100 game of all time list, this would probably be on it. Yeah. 
it's creepy as fuck. The music. I mean, I know the music isn't anything. It was still creepy. Even being 8 bit. Yeah, after I'm hearing the video, I'm gonna be hearing. Uh, I think this came out with uh, Namco or Chemco. I think it was Chemco. Uh, I don't know. But this is where you start out. You find keys, you have the app. You can look, open, use, leave, take, hit, close, speak, you know. Yeah. And they would ask you, well, what do you want to use this on? You can't use that here. But you can see on the map, you have a very basic map. It shows you where your, your moves are. Yeah. You know, the doors. And some asshole beat this motherfucking game in 30 minutes. I'm so pissed. In three minutes? I don't what? remember beating a Nintendo game in 30 fucking days. 30 fucking minutes? Or 30 years. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no bullshit. Still working on it, on... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But this, you have like a helmet, you have skulls, you have a couple of weapons you can go in this room with this dragon yeah. and pick. But you had to you had to act quick because every time you made a move, this fucking dragon would spew fire at you. And if the room got too hot, you'd fucking die. So like you had to prepare yourself. You had to put on the special cloak, take the most important weapon first. Keystroke. Exactly. You had to prepare yourself. There was a very meticulous way in which you had to beat these kind of games. Yeah. Again, flames. A lot of reading, a lot of subtitles for those kind of games, but they were still one of my favorites. That's why I skip. Cause I'm like, yeah, you don't you don't like the cutscenes in games nowadays. No, yeah, because they take so long. Very fucking spoil. That's part of the story, Dick. I know. Why do <laughs> you don't like it? You just like to pick up and play, huh? Like, I got this. I don't need to know what's going on. I don't need to know the, the fucking conflict in these two characters. Yeah. Just let me shoot some fucking buddy. Yeah. Uh, Battletoads, that was another fucking game I never beat, man. Uh, hard as fuck. I stuck to mostly wrestling games, quick uh, beat-em-up games like Double Dragon. River City Ransom was probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, Super Dodgeball. I don't care. It was lame as hell, but it was still one of my fucking favorites. Um, we're oh, dude, we're getting to that one too. We're getting to that one too. Um, trying to think. These lists are really dumb. <clears throat> Wrestling games. So, uh, my buddy Joey introduced me to Nintendo, and he introduced me to a plethora of games. He was the he was the guy. So, any game that I got. I got because he had already had it. Yeah. Video games weren't really a big thing at the time. That quickly changed the year after Nintendo came out. Yeah. Um, let's see. But they'd be like just really basic fucking games. Contra was the biggest one. I'll show you Contra so you know about that up, up, down, down code. Any yes. Contra. Late day. Mm-hmm. Yawning an awful lot. I'm, I always uh, yawn a lot. All right, so this is Contra. A full run with no deaths. And it looks like this asshole... Hopefully this gets fast-forwarded because this asshole has a 16-minute a video. 16. So this was basically the extent of what Contra is. It's a side-scroller, shooter, very basic. You can upgrade your guns. Well, not even upgrade you basically got these little blips. 
You can get a machine gun, get your laser gun, get your, your spray oh. gun. I was gonna say, didn't you say no nuts? But this kind of game, this is where the Konami code originated from. You'd go to the, the main menu, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA start. Unless you were playing with two players, then it would be BA select start. And you'd get 30, 30 lives. I think you get like three on this, normally. But there's probably like seven or eight stages on this game. I couldn't tell you how many times I've beaten this game. Joey and I used to tear this fucker up. Whole lot of games. And see, a lot of the games that I also played on Nintendo um, that Joe introduced me to, he had beaten over and over, like ten times over, before I'd ever got my hands on them. But it's, I mean, it's pretty basic. There's different stages, different types of en um, enemies. There's always a boss fight. Let's see what the last. Yeah. Okay, so I was right. Seven, seven stages, eight stages was the alien's lair. Oh, I'll look the Demogorgon. Well, something not close. No. No, the Oh, shit, like that's not even the end. I thought that was the end. Alright, good shit. You gotta go after the heart. And they were protected by a lot of these uh, squid-looking things, very reminiscent of the movie Alien. But you've never seen Alien, have you? No. Next weekend. No. Next weekend. You gotta fuck. You gotta see some of these movies in your lifetime. Yeah, my Piper's gonna be like, no. Well, no. then Piper no. can go fuck no. off. <laughs> Which, by the way, we're also gonna send a shout out to Piper because she's not feeling good. Last couple of weeks, she hasn't been feeling good. Uh, think she has strep. And now she's just completely, totally fucking pitiful. Wrapped up in several blankets down in the basement. Laying on the bed watching Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Alright, so one of the most annoying things that came out of beating a Nintendo game, if you yeah. were able to beat a Nintendo game, is you would just get, Congratulations! You've destroyed the vile Red Falcon and saved the universe. Consider yourself a hero. <laughs> now take the fucking garbage out and do your goddamn homework. You got school tomorrow. Thank you. Go to sleep, you have a field day tomorrow. Or just actually, I have field day tomorrow. <laughs> and then they just slowly be like... You have field day, you're not going to participate in field day. Yeah, I'm going to field day, but I'm just not participating. Which we're going to have to figure that the fuck out, because you get out at 3? I get out at 3, and, and then I, I got to go pick up your sister at fucking 3.30? Because they're not going to cart yeah. you back to the school, are they? So here's the thing, you can pick me up, and then I can... But also, I can get bust. Uh, to Kiker, then go to the crossing. It's not gonna work. So that's why I'll, I'll pick you up like normal. Yeah, sure. Okay. I just have to ask which bus goes to Kiker. <laughs> All right, good, good shit. Um, as far as Nintendo, I never played any sports games. The Nintendo was probably as close as my immediate family got to one another. My dad didn't fuck with it. He played Pebble Beach golf. That was my first introduction. Yeah, I know. He's a dork. Mike, what That's the all he ever wanted to do was play golf games. So, like, when we first got a computer, we had a fucking uh, floppy disk that had a golf game on it. Mm -hmm. And you, they would they would have the 8-bit fucking golf clap sound when you made a, when you got the, yeah, it was really bad. 
But my mom was hardcore into like shit like Shadowgate. I think she played Zelda. Uh, similar games like Crystallis, Deadly Towers, Faxanadu. You know, there were some... I mean, they were all basically the same kind of game. Yeah. Uh, Fester's Quest was another one I never got. Man, I could tell... If I had a dime for every game on Nintendo that I never beat, I'd be a rich motherfucker right now. 401k would be funded completely... And that's without the uh, the employers matching it. Uh, I didn't play. I don't remember playing a whole lot of the Epic games either. I was a Ninja Turtle and a wrestling game kind of guy. I would more or less just briefly play these games, like the, the Batman. Oh. Now, did you play? Did you play Arkham Asylum or Escape from Arkham Asylum? Return to Arkham Asylum. Uh. You probably need, don't remember. I need, I need a refresher. You need a refresher. All right. Well, I'm just going to show you Batman on Nintendo, show you what the graphics were like on this motherfucker. Oh. It was based on 1989's Batman, the best Batman, Michael Keaton's Batman. Are you like eight? Yes, ma'am. 1989. And this is a long... See, this, this pisses me off. World of Long Plays has this listed as a 28 minute and 24 second video which means he beat this fucking game in under half an hour sunsoft that was another company i fucked with a, a, a great deal in my gaming days they couldn't fuck with tim burton or no danny elfman on this i'd like tim burton but like he's the backgrounds were pretty cool but batman's all fucking purple He's blatantly in a black suit. Why is he purple? Why does it look like... Oh. Like Jason? Like the video game? But, oh, like. you didn't fuck me up. You didn't brought up another one that I fucked with. Friday the 13th. Because you, you just said it, too. Yeah, like... Jason was what? So, like, blue and purple as well. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't know how hard it would have been to make him, like, flesh-colored or whatever. He had, like, a green or a dark green or a dark brown type of outfit. Yeah. It wasn't that hard. And this was another one of those fucking maze games yeah. where you would just walk around forever, hoping you were going the right way. Then you run around, and then this asshole fucking beat this game in 43 minutes. Four. Here we go. This is what a Jason fight looked like. Yeah, blue and purple. Now, what's that look like he's got in his hand? A hatchet. Well, that's what it's supposed to be, but what does it fucking look like? Because to me, it looks like a goddamn... It looks like a fucking toothbrush. Cut my teeth. Okay, so let me fast forward and show you what the end of this game looked like. Okay. Now, mind you, you're taking on Jason. Yeah, I don't understand why he's got like a. He looks like Pinhead, is what yeah, he looks like. Yeah, but blue and purple. Blue and purple. Okay. So you get through this 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 monstrosity of a fucking game. The music stressed me the fuck out more than anything. Now, on Friday the Thirteenth, anybody that knows anything about the movie is you never fuck with zombies. There were no zombies unless you counted Jason. Yeah. Who I consider to be a deadite from Evil Dead. Um, oh, and it doesn't look like this guy even fucked it. Fucked it up. It's not the whole game. So, fuck you. You had to fight Jason's mom's head. Oh. 
And if you won, it was uh, similar to Contra. Congratulations, you defeated Jason's mom. Yeah, the first killer was Jason's mom. Yes. I know my I know my Jasons. Yeah, she definitely. Oh man, I tell you what, she knows the fuck out of her Jasons. Um, so Batman. Let's see some other games that I played. Uh, as far as racing games, there was like RC Pro Am, Rad Racer, pretty much any racing game that you could find in the arcade. Like I said, I didn't, I didn't fuck with shit like sports games. Castlevania. Oh, that was another one of my mom's favorites. Is Simon's Quest. We were fucking with vampires and Dracula and all that. Man, um, Kid Icarus. So one little side note, one little sidebar story about my Nintendo. River City Ransom, like I said, was probably one of my favorite games on Nintendo. Yeah. Um, it could be one player, two player. It was very similar to Double Dragon in a lot of respects. You could yeah. upgrade. You had your dragon hands, your stone feet, uh, acro circus where you could do like flips in midair. Yeah. Yeah, just like that. Um, and I forget the company that, I think it was, Te- yeah, Technos. Okay. And um, at one point, I think it was third or fourth grade, Joey had moved to Litchfield, which is about 45 minutes away from Jackson. Yeah. I didn't fucking know any better. I never left Jackson until that point. I knew it was in the middle of fucking nowhere. There was like miles and miles of nothing. But I didn't see Joe a whole lot. So the desert or No, not the desert. It was just out in the country. Oh. <clears throat> but um, you know, I had let Joe borrow River City Ransom. Yeah. And he let me borrow his pro wrestling, which I'm gonna get to that in a minute, because it was a frustrating fucking game. And we didn't see him for like three months. My mom Aww. was pissed. She's like, you're never going to see him again. You're never going to see him again. <laughs> what? What's wrong with you? Hey, it's what it is. Um, RC Pro-Am, that was, oh, man. If you like Mario Kart, you'd probably not like RC Pro-Am. Uh, if you went backwards and played some of these fucking games, you'd be pissed. But they had stuff like they had DuckTales. They would take properties from movies and uh, TV shows and cartoons and stuff <laughs> like that. Bionic Commando, that was another one I kind of fucked with. Here we go. Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Now, Mike Tyson went to jail shortly after this game's release. Damn. And they re-released it without him. Now, the game actually existed before this in the arcades. It was just called Punch-Out. It had a lot of the same characters. It was the same basic mechanics. Yeah. Like, they had the idea. He's like, oh, let's have Mike Tyson Punch-Out. Exactly. Because he's a celebrity. Celebrity brings in attention, which brings in money. Then after that, jail. Like you know what? It's just irresistible not without him. You you wouldn't believe you would if you went through like some of the the celebrities you know like from like the older ones that I grew up with and knew their story and jail and drugs and all that shit. You'd be like, what the fuck? All right, so Punch Out was a fucking frustrating game. Joey had taught me or at least shown me a lot of the tricks in a lot of these games. Like in Mario, there was the three World Three Three. The infinite one-ups that you can get on off the Koopa Troopas. I could never get my timing right. He was the master at this fucking timing shit. And it wasn't until I was a goddamn adult that I started learning the tricks of the trade. But um, Punch-Out was another one. I never. I always played against Glass Joe because he was like the easiest guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, he was easy to beat. He barely threw a punch. Everybody else that I've ever seen play this game could beat Glass Joe. And 20 seconds or less. I used to like to fuck with him. 
But Bob Bull's um his laugh. So you're saying that it was it freaked you out? Yeah, it did. It did freak me out. So I'm gonna try and find the right video. How to beat Bob Bull? How to counter? See the thing about Mike Tyson's. Well, it's really all in Nintendo games. Is you had specific spots where you like timing. It was all about your timing, and I had absolutely dick for timing. So that's super. That's there we go. I want to know how what happens when you lose. Like ball bull. It probably, it's probably not going to fucking... Oh, there we go. Losing to Bald Bull. Glutton for punishment, guys. Oh, my God. Shut the up. And they're not going to be able to hear it over this fucking cackling bitch. So, anyway, if you guys know, you know. He had a cackle, okay? I wonder if I could pull it up. OST uh, video game... There we go. I'm going to try it one more time to try and find this fucking shit. Because it did. It creeped me the fuck out, even though it was 8-bit. Um, ba 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 I am tired today. So, what, so while I'm looking for this, why don't you tell everybody what, what some of your favorite games are right now? Um, One of my favorite games. A little bit of Fortnite. Yeah, a little bit of Fortnite. And I just got back... On Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. How did you first learn about Five Nights at Freddy? So, there's a whole lot of videos on the internet and then TikTok videos. I'm like, you know what? This is kind of my favorite, yeah. So, did you start with the first one? Uh, yes. I started with the first one and then I started with Security Breach. Because I remember when I first learned of Five Nights at Freddy, it was, you could play on your computer or you could play on your cell phone. Yeah, this, so was, this was before it came to the consoles. Yeah. And, it, you know, it was creepy. I got the general idea pretty quick. Yeah, I, I wanted to uh, put it on my phone, but then when I realized you had to pay for it, I'm like, no. Yeah, that's no good. That's no good. That's no bueno. Until uh, when Xbox came, put it out. I, I think you downloaded it on there. Yeah. And then there was cheats on there, so I beat that pretty easily. All right, here we go. Mike Tyson's punch out. And man, when uh, Scott Cawthon um died on the first, well, well, spoiler alert. Some do. I like the fuck with you. It's all good. Like at the end of it, when um Scott Cawthon died, that was it creeped creeped me out. Like. Okay, so right now I've got this this booted up. This is probably one of my favorite fucking websites nowadays because, like, you can listen to the the entire soundtrack and, in oh, some yeah. cases, sound effects from all your favorite video games. Yeah. Uh, some of the new ones are, you know, pending or whatever. But um, the, each uh, each character you fought had a specific theme. <laughs> Piston Honda. That's the music that would play when you lose. Yeah. Training for your next fight. 
I'm gonna have to download some of these for the fucking for the fucking roadcaster. See, this would be this is the referee saying TKO. So you wouldn't have English words. That's how we were fucking with Nintendo. Let's see here. Let me see if I can get this cackle really quick. That sounds like war. That's in the back of the day. It was fucking creepy. Not to me. Because you're spoiled. No. Because you're fucking spoiled. Well, you know what? You can go fuck with old school Resident Evil 2, motherfucker. Tell me no, you ain't scared. No, it is scary. You're like, you're bullshit. To, like, you're going to punk me out. Shoot, then... You're going to punk me out on my show. That's bullshit. All right. Um, <laughs> good shit. All right. Uh, oh, yeah. That was another good thing about the, the game. Um, game Genie. You don't know about the Game Genie either because you're spoiled. You have all the cheats and shit already in the game. So Game Genie was an apparatus. Let me show you the picture. Game Genie was an apparatus that you would hook on to your games. Okay? Uh, NES. All right? So instead of putting the image, image, image. So instead of putting the goddamn thing. There we go. You don't. Shut up. All right. So that's the Game Genie. This would be a little apparatus that you would hook on to your video game before you put it in the system. And then Nintendo... It would stick out like an inch from your from the Nintendo. Yeah. Okay. And this gave you the opportunity. You'd boot up your game, and it would come up with a menu, and you'd have like four or five lines, and you could input codes that would do different things. So, for example, Super Mario Brothers, you'd have infinite lives. You would have super jump. You would have, um, I don't know, invisible enemies. Your time would never expire. Shit like that for games like... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, infinite infinite energy, yeah. so your hits wouldn't do anything to you if you got hit by an enemy. So um, like, like I remember when you had when we had when we still had GTA Five, and then you gave Piper code. That was the worst mistake ever. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, G, uh, the Game Genie was an apparatus that fucking it was like before all the games and shit were programmed into the game. You had to take an extra step. And put this apparatus on your fucking game and then input the codes manually on a different screen to do all the shit that you can do in Grand Theft Auto now. But you only had like four or five lines, so you had to like pick and choose. Yeah. But yeah, Game Genie was my shit. I remember the story. um, I think it was my mom who had learned about the Game Genie first. And she's like, oh, man, we got to go to we got to go to Toys R Us tonight. We were getting a Game Genie. And the whole time, like, I'm, I've never seen a picture of this shit, so I'm thinking it's, like, a genie. Like, Ooh, you know, genie. I always thought Toad was a fucking genie, so I thought it would be, like, this little thing, this little statue. Hand me that statue right there across from you. Mm-mm. So I thought it was, like, this little statue that looked like Toad, right, with a little genie hat on. Yes. Okay. Joe Boo. I don't y'all fucking know about Joe Boo. Don't mess with him. <laughs> you get bad look. As it pops up. Yeah, there he is. Good shot. You know, help me now. 
I say, fuck you, Joe Boo. I do it myself. But no, I thought it would be like some little apparatus kind of like this. You would stick it on top of the Nintendo. Maybe it would plug in the back. And you it would do shit. Like, you could ask it questions. You could say, like, hey, skip skip this level. Whatever like that. Because I, I got the basic... Um, like the basic information on the box. What did it say? God damn it. Top 100 Game Genie. There we go. Game Genie. I'm going to see what the advertisement says. Game Genie for Nintendo Entertainment System. It says... Uh, okay. No, that's not it. Yes, ma'am. But, like, when we got it from Toys R Us, and this was back before we had... Okay, it was a video game enhancer. Uh, unlock the power of your favorite video games. What else did it say? It said, start on any level you want. More speed, more weapons, punch harder, jump higher. Infinite lives. You know, very basic information. It still didn't show you what the fuck this looked like. We got it home, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? And it was like this little thing that you'd put on your cartridge. Yeah. All right. Um, and then, yeah. So that went on to, uh, they had it for the Super Nintendo. They had it for the Sega. And after that, it just become, became obsolete. Games started including all the cheat codes and shit in there. Yeah. So that was that. Oh, I think that brings us up to date for Nintendo, unless anybody else has anything to fucking talk about. Ghosts and Goblins, I never played. Um, bom, bom, bom. Oh, yeah, see, you and your friends are dead. You'd either get that for when you died and you were out of lives, uh, or you would get the bullshit, congratulations, you're considered a hero, you saved the world kind of bullshit. That was the extent of what you would get. And Metroid, see, I never fucked with Metroid either. That was another one of those games where I just got so goddamn lost in where the fuck I was going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I Still to this day, I kind of stick close to what I like as far as games. Like, you know, I'll try out a new game here and there. Luckily, I did get out of my, my comfort zone and I started fucking with first-person shooters. I am not any kind of sniper by any means, but I will kind of, sort of... Go outside my wheelhouse. Um, Nintendo was done. After Nintendo came out, uh, it was the Game Boy for me. It was the handheld system. You know, yeah. the selling point was like, all right, we go on long car rides. You're going to the store. Your mom wants to keep you in the car or whatever. You have 20 hours of battery play to play with. Did I show you the Game Boy? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. I don't know why the fuck I'm on Etsy. Jesus Christ. You on it. Somebody on Etsy selling the original Game Genie for $172. Eat a dick. Does everyone want to buy that? <laughs> no. Send the link on the chat. No, not at all. So I'm this joking. was the original Game Boy. Oh. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah, I remember that now. All right, so let me see what the fuck this was retailing for back in the day. Because I also have a little story about this, too. Um, this came out in 1980, 1989, so I was eight, and this was the year I learned that Santa Claus wasn't real. Who told you that? <laughs> I told myself. Like, Let me explain. You're like, you're like this. No, 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 no. 
Let me no. Let me explain. So um, it was this. It was around this year. I had asked for a Game Boy, which was the handheld system, and I'm going to show you really quick what the the screen looked like. Okay. Yeah. Game Boy gameplay screen. Shut up. The game plan. We're doing this. All right. So this is what the gameplay screen looked like. It basically had no color. It was borderline. Yeah. It was better than black and white, but not by much. Uh, yeah, okay. So here's the Nintendo. And it's just a little screen. It's just a little fucking tiny screen that you'd have to look down at. You know, so kind of like a little bit bigger than your cell phone, but not by much. I'm still hearing 8-bit in my earphones. And it would have like the bullshit, the bullshit sound on it or whatever like that. It was cool because if you had a friend who had a Game Boy, you could have the little cord hook up yeah. and you guys could verse each other in certain games. Ooh. Tetris. Of course, I never had anybody nearby that would have a fucking Game Boy. This is before online gameplay was a thing. And yeah. you could play with Mortal Kombat with a friend in Vietnam. If you know, you know. Um, but that was that came out April 21st, 1989. Uh, I asked for it for Christmas. And... Uh, so, shit. Yeah, I was eight. Now, the thing about my mom was, I heard my dad would buy all this shit, uh-huh. Christmas presents or whatever, and they would hide them up in, like, one of the upstairs closets. So Me and my sisters, not the attic. It was just in uh, an upstairs bed like, closet. Every kid uh, will know where the parents hide. Like, I sneak up to the attic. I'm like, <gasps> I found it. Be So, that's what happened. Yeah. So... And this is another thing. This is this is how I learned about the snitches get stitches. Because I went to, after I discovered, holy shit, I'm getting a Game Boy for Christmas. I ran and told my friend Max. And then you know what Max does? Huh. Max tells my mom. God dang it. Why, Max? Because <laughs> he's a fucking dickhead. Only I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And for whatever reason, my dumb ass had to go back a second time and make sure it was still there. And my mom caught me. She was like, I took it back. I took that motherfucker back. He ain't getting no goddamn... Fuck him. He ain't getting shit for Christmas. And I'm just like mortified like fuck. And what made it even worse was... Christmas morning, I open all my other presents. Mostly clothes. Here comes Grandpa Bill. Grandpa Bill gets me Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Follow the Foot Clan. For the Game Boy. Oh no! So my mom's like being a smart ass. I don't know how you're gonna play that with no Game Boy, <laughs> making me but feel you, stupid. That's the cause and effect. You tell your friend. Motherfucker, and I felt stupid. She made me sit there for like an hour, making me feel stupid. So kind of like uh, Christmas story when Ralphie thought like he wasn't getting the he wasn't getting the Red Rider BB gun. Yeah, it was like a last minute. She brings out like, oh, I don't know what's this. What's this under the tree? Making me feel stupid, and I got the Game Boy. Uh, um, yeah. Um, I don't really have a whole lot of memories of the Game Boy. Uh, I remember getting Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Super Mario Land. Yeah. Um, I think there was two Ninja Turtle games. There was WrestleMania, or there was WWF Superstars, which was just as bad as the bullshit on Nintendo. Bart, Escape from Camp Krusty, or something like that. Camp Nightmare, one of them, one of them things. I think you don't remember. This isn't your generation, fucker. Anyway, let's let's make sure. We'll go ahead and get the goddamn Game Boy Simpsons game. 
since you want to be all technical, Escape from Camp Deadly. Camp, okay. Camp Deadly. You get a point for that one. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Tetris. I don't remember a whole lot after that. I do remember there were so, so many different accessories that came out for the Game Boy, including, like, the Light Boy. The Light Boy was an apparatus that you would plug into the bottom, I think, where the AC adapter would go, and it would magnify the screen a little bit, yeah. and you'd have two lights on the other side. And this, they were little tiny-ass light bulbs. So if you know anybody who's got, like, a watch... Like watch batteries or hearing aid batteries, like the old crusty bastard out there. Yeah. Um, they were little tiny motherfuckers, and you had a very special uh, plastic tube that you would use to screw in and screw out the the old ones. I remember one day the wiring got bad or got hot or something happened, and the motherfucker started smoking. Oh. So I was like, "Yep, uh, I'm not gonna have to play in the dark no more. Fuck that." It's like, uh, mom. Yeah, we, we. I just told them it stopped working. I didn't tell them anything about it smoking or on fire and none, none of that bullshit. Um, I don't remember much about... I don't understand why the fuck they brought out Mortal Kombat for that goddamn console because you only had two buttons and the graphics yeah. were terrible. So, in that time, also, I think it was probably like a year later, my sister got... Cunt. My sister got uh, Sega's version of the Game Boy called the Game Gear. Which was in color. It wasn't any fucking better other than the fact that it was in color. Yeah. Um, and then Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo was the next one on my list. And Super Nintendo, oh man, that was a great time to be alive. Tell you what, it came out in 1990, so I was nine. Oh, I'm like, yeah, do the math. Like, trying to think, like, weren't you 10? Like, like, doing math, I'm like, oh, born in 1981, not 1980. All right, see, this is also one thing I forgot to go back and do. I wanted to see uh, how much the Game Boy... I wanted to see how much these consoles went for when they came out. Game Boy release price was 90 bucks. 90 fucking dollars. Uh, it was like a game. Um, the nowadays, game. pretty much nowadays, yeah. You just wait, just wait. Uh, the basic Nintendo is also... Eighty nine, ninety nine. You know, now we're now we're up to where we're paying like, five hundred bucks for systems. How much was the PS four? <laughs> you really want to know right now? Yeah. Um, original cost was four hundred bucks. Dang. Mm-hmm. And then adjusted for inflation after twenty twenty two, what was it, like five hundred eight bucks? Dude. Yes, ma'am. So like <clears throat> you're so like I'm gonna tell a little story. Do not do not interrupt me. So, yeah. Um, it's like, I'm, it's like, um, we would have these papers, well, these little mini papers. We would use them for prizes and stuff. We would have ice cream at at the cafeteria and all. But after, it's like, we would, you need, you would need three of those red papers to give to the teacher. They were called kudos. And then after inflation, it's now turned five. Everyone was mad. It's like stupid inflation. Is that it? Yeah. Cool story, bro. Yes. Yes. Hopefully that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're on to the Super Nintendo. 
Super Nintendo came out in 1990. Now, the cool part, the cool story about this was that was also the debut of Target. When Target first opened, one of the first things that they had there, they had a Super Nintendo that you could sit there and play in the store. So they had a monitor, they had a TV, and they had the Super Nintendo. I think they had two controllers at that point. So anytime you went, you had to pray that nobody else was taking their kids because there would be a line. Like Best Buy, like when they're having a sale on their phones from the store. No, no, this is completely different because you could actually play the Super Nintendo. I, I mean, like, wait, at Target? Yes, at Target. You could play it. There was a TV set up. Oh! Okay, I was so confused. Because I thought they were, like, having a... Like, like, no, they had a, a demo version of... They used to do that at GameStop, too, where they would have, like, a, a system set up in the store where we could sit there and play it for a few. Don't, don't they still do it at Target? No. Because, uh, like, if they still have the remotes, that's it. Yep. So, Super Mario World, another epic uh, reinvention of the, the, the characters in the title. Fucking epic. I loved it. I still love that. That's definitely in my, I'd say it's probably my top ten video games of all time. Super Mario World. <clears throat> Hell yeah. So everybody and their mom had to go and get that. There was an interesting story uh, attached to the Super Nintendo. Um, and I think I mentioned it on the last video game related episode. I think the, uh, I think that might have been the Patreon episode that I was talking about. Patreon, yeah. So I had a friend. His name is Bruce. And Bruce had his Super Nintendo hooked up to a black and white TV. You've never, you've never even fucked with a black and white TV, have you? You've been that spoiled. All the TVs you've fucked with have had color. Uh, yeah. All right, so, so when you take something that's in color, yeah, and you put it on a black and white TV, you have shades of gray. You have white, grays, and blacks. All right, so I'll pull up a fucking picture for you so you can like get. I'm, try- I'm trying to think. I'll pull up a fucking picture so you can get it. Black and white, TV, video games. There we go. So this is what it looks like. So you would play. So you, on a normal TV, you'd see red, green, yellow, blue. But on a black and white TV, you're going to fucking see different shades of gray. So that's how my buddy Bruce played Super Nintendo for a really long time. And he introduced me to his game collection on a black and white TV. Yeah. So, you know, I played all the classics, man. Super Mario World. We played WWF Royal Rumble, which is one of my favorites. Uh, rock and Roll rock and roll Racing was another one where he taught me. Like, all right, you picked a red car. What the fuck is the red car? <laughs> it's this one right here. All right, well, what color car is that? That's blue. Like, he knew what shades of gray were what color. That's how Smart, fucked up that is. Dude. That's how well, or he just played it that well. He knew, you know, he knew what the fuck it was going, what was going on with the shit. It's like you picked the red car. Man, are you color colorblind? Because that's purple. That's pretty, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I, I was playing that shit on the. Uh, anyway, uh, this was also back in the day. Video stores were still a thing. You could rent consoles, and I believe he rented a Super Nintendo. Uh, the weekend that I went over to his house after I broke my finger. The one? 
legit, I broke that finger. And um, I don't even think I told my mom there was anything wrong with it because I didn't want to miss out on the sleepover. And we're playing fucking video games like all goddamn day. And luckily, Super Nintendo only had the top button, the top button, and then the four buttons for the control. So I didn't have to use, I didn't have to utilize this one. Yeah, so like basically, well, I broke my shoulder and I still didn't get to go to camp. <laughs> Lame. He's basically calling people colorblind. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, I got to play a good deal of video games on a black and white TV. It fucked my day up. Like it was cool, you know, but it, you're you're trying to fucking figure out who you are, where you're going, where the power ups are because you can't really see them because they're all the same fucking shade of gray. Anyway, um, Super Nintendo. Mario Kart, Super Mario World. I remember Mario Kart, but not really Mario World. We're going to have to school you. So, um, that was also the introduction when the wrestling games brought in the ability to grapple your opponents. Like, grab them and set them up for another move. Royal Rumble was my shit. Oh, man, it was my shit. It's still very basic compared to shit today. But, oh, man, you could use the steel chair. You could throw your opponent outside. You could knock the fucking referee out. It had theme music when the wrestlers fucking came out. It was a good goddamn time. Um, other top, there was, he tried to get me into Star Fox. I was not a Star Fox guy. There was a, there was a lot. I mean, I was not a normal fucking kid in regards to playing um, playing games. Like all the popular ones everybody else was playing. I just didn't fuck with. I wasn't into Final Fantasy. I wasn't into um, Star Fox. You know, I'd play it for a minute and get really bored. Uh, Kirby's Adventure. Oh, Mario Paint. Mario Paint was cool. So Mario Paint <laughs> came along. It had it came with a mouse pad. And you could paint your little fucking picture. So like what you and your sister do on your cell phones. Spoiled. You did on a on 16-bit Super Nintendo. Dad, I'm searching it up on my phone right now. You could also play music. You could also compose your own song. It would be 16-bit music, but it would still count. Um, I did not fuck with a lot of these games that are on everybody else's fucking lists, apparently. Super Punch-Out was dope. It was an upgrade to the Nintendo Classic, of course. Same general principle. You had to wait on the timing. Um... Final Fight, oh shit, Final Fight 2, Street Fighter 2, Mortal Kombat was another one. Mortal Kombat fucked me up. So, um, your Aunt Annie, cunt, she had the, uh, she had the, she had this um, tendency to rip the fucking cartridge out of the top, because it was a top loader, to rip the cartridge out of the top without ejecting it and that therefore fucked up the the circuit board or the motherboard or whatever that would connect your game to the the system i'm not satisfied and i couldn't play certain games for the longest time like the game like the shit would freeze up so mario kart if you drove in the water if you drove in the sand if you skidded on the asphalt mortal Kombat, probably two seconds into a fight there was a game called Tasmania. Two seconds into playing that, the game would fucking freeze up. 
and I wouldn't be able to play the game at all. So I'd rent games like Mortal Kombat, get them for four or five days like you would at a video store, and wouldn't be able to fucking play it at all. It's like, God dang it. Yeah. So I didn't get to enjoy those games until way later in life. Yeah. Um, like, this is a cartridge. Super Nintendo, like we'd mentioned earlier, it also had the, the Game Genie. It was a similar design. It would lock onto your game and stick a couple inches out of the fucking console. Um, the Super Nintendo, and I believe the Sega version, had the on-off switch. So if you had levels you didn't want to use your, your codes for, you could turn it off and turn it back on at will. So that was kind of cool. Um, I'm probably going to do a Patreon, like a top fucking three favorite game consoles. You remember playing anything on this on the um, Super Nintendo at all when I still had it? No. All, all right. I know is probably Mortal Kombat and Super Mario World. All right, I'm gonna write this down for a yeah. future episode for the Patreon. Make sure to go to Patreon.com and search up the podcast of Pain. Um, got some extra goodies on there. I've been doing some pretty decent episodes, I think. A couple of you motherfuckers fell off. I'm not hating, just saying. Um. Turtles in Time. That was one of my favorite games. So that that uh, apparatus, that arcade stick thing that I got downstairs with the two controllers that you plug in the HDMI that we played on the big screen TV, all those arcade games on it. Yes. That's also got Turtles in Time on it. We played that a bunch of times. That's also included in the Cowabunga collection on all the current consoles. Favorite game of all time, I'd say. Easy. Street Fighter 2, Mortal Kombat, Killer Instinct, F-Zero was another game I played a lot, Pocky and Rocky, Yoshi's Island. Yeah, I, I didn't have an extensive collection for Super Nintendo games either. Contra 3, SimCity, Mortal Kombat became a big thing. And it was around this time I got tired of not being able to play Mortal Kombat um, I used to hang out with this guy, Max, the same Max that fucking ratted me out about my game, Game Boy, bitch. And he had, he was one of the kids that had, instead of having a Super Nintendo, he had a Sega Genesis. Now let me take a look at the Sega Genesis. Now Sega Genesis also had two or three different versions. Genesis. It came out on October 29th, 1988, so I was seven. Birthday. My birthday. Birthday. So they had a couple of different versions. I believe Joey also had this, but I don't remember playing it much at his house. So we had the classic 16-bit. That's the Sega Genesis. Had three buttons, A, B, and C. Top loader. And then later on, they came out with a core system, a core 2 system. Essentially the same thing, but it also had a six-button controller on it. Same, same idea. Top loader. And I got that motherfucker mainly because... Mortal Kombat was a better game on the Sega. It had the blood code. You know, I think it had a few good, much better titles than Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo had, like, a lot of adventurous type of games. Sega had some more rugged, I think, rugged, more like me, more like Darius-type games. Yeah. So, let's see. Top... Um, top 100 games on Sega. I can remember right off the ones that I had. Mortal Kombat 1, Mortal Kombat 2, Mortal Kombat 3 had just come out. Earthworm Jim, which was probably one of the hardest games I've ever played. Fun, 
But at a certain point, it was just impossible to fucking beat. I got this. I got um, this. Oh, Beavis and Butthead. Oh. Beavis and Butthead was one of my favorite fucking games. Um, you had to go look for pieces of concert tickets. So you could go and see Beavis and Butthead's favorite band, Guar. 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 G-W-A-R. Guar. I learned a lot about fucking hardcore, um, hardcore grunge and rock and roll because of Beavis and Butthead. Because I thought it was like G-U-A-R. Nope. Um, there were some classic games that I got into. Like, I guess I, I feel like that's my, that's my niche or my niche, if you will. Those kind of just button masher type of games. Like, Golden Axe was my shit. Streets of Rage. That was my shit. I didn't get a chance to play uh, Ninja Turtles Hyperzone Heist, which came out in 92. I was 11. And it turned out it was basically just Turtles in Time with a couple of additives, a couple of subtractions. Which I hate how they fucking did that bullshit. Uh, uh, you ever play Sonic the Hedgehog? Yeah. All right. So that was, ba- you know, that was basically like Sega's version of Mario. Essentially. Uh, I had the fucking Sega CD for like five minutes. It was back when uh, I think it was Toys R Us was selling it for like 50 bucks. And I was like, oh, yeah, badass. And I wanted to get WWF Rage in the Cage, which is basically an extension of Royal Rumble, except you had the cage match option. Didn't get that far. Didn't get that far. That was a long load time, and I was just frustrated with the son of a bitch. Echo the Dolphin wasn't my cup of tea at all. I played games like uh, Road Rage 3. That was a before. So before Grand Theft Auto, Road Rage 3, you'd be on a motorcycle. I think it was a race. But you'd be racing other motorcycles, and you'd basically have shit like bats and sticks and chains, and you could whip at the other fucking players and try and knock them off their bikes. You don't know. You don't know shit about that. Um, but I had, I remember my, um, my library for the Sega was really short. It was really small, really short-lived. Mortal Kombat, Earthworm Jim, those were the, the ones of note. Road Rage was something I rented from the video store for a long time. We had a lot of late fees for that one. Shortly after that, we moved on to the bigger and badder. We moved on to PlayStation 1. This is where we start bumping up in quality. Um, was it 2000? Is that almost 2000? No, 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 no. This was before. This was, okay, PlayStation 1 came out in 1994. Uh, they re-released it in 2000. It was a different design in 2000. So I was about to say, that doesn't sound right. I was 13. Um, my cousin Ty, he got it first, and I played it at his house, and that's where I started getting into the new school systems at the time. Uh, PlayStation top, let's go top 50 games. Well, there, I, I, I don't remember a whole lot about the, the PlayStation either. So um, my cousin Ty introduced me to it. He had a game called uh, Destruction Derby. So you're basically like in a demolition derby. You have probably like 10 other cars, and you're, the objective is to run into each other until everybody's car doesn't work anymore. God dang it, why'd you do that? No, that's the whole that's the whole purpose, to run into each other until everybody's out. So that was a fun game. 
looking back at videos on YouTube of it now, it was garbage. <laughs> I want to see, see a video of like how it was. Of Destruction Derby? Yeah. Okay. So, Destruction Derby on the PlayStation. Uh, some of the games of note that I had on um, PlayStation 1, definitely Mortal Kombat Trilogy. Mortal Kombat's always been a huge staple in my life. Um, Jesus Christ. Oh, w, got to talk about WCW versus the world here in a second. I'm going to go ahead and play this clip for you. Loading times were surprisingly long. Here we are, the car selection. And see, this was the thing about PlayStation. Like, so you've got you got an in, like an upgrade as far as like the graphics and the sound, but your load times were still bullshit. When there's nothing oh. holding you back, what would your thing be? Maybe you could just put gameplay. I'm sick of ads. Destruction Derby. There we go. Destruction mode. And that's where everybody was like pitting against each other. 60 frames per second. 13 minutes. Oh, that's Destruction Derby 2. I didn't know they made a sequel to that. So you got all these cars. You get a great big old fucking arena. And then you see, like, you see there's six spots that you're focused on before your car is fucked. So your object is to destroy everybody else's car before you get all fucked up. So you also, in addition to getting hit by cars, you got to watch out for running into walls and shit because you could fuck up your own shit, you know? I'm, I'm explosion And me personally, I didn't fuck with with games in the regards like like race car games. I think there was one sport game that I played and I got extremely frustrated with. It was Game Day. Game. It was called NFL Game Day. Um, maybe it was '98. I don't remember, but you know, it wasn't as simplistic. This is where your gaming started to get a little. You had to bring your fucking A game and step it up. It wasn't like Troy Aikman football, which I had on Sega. It wasn't like, um, God damn it, Tecmo Super Bowl on Nintendo. You know, it was a whole different ball game in that regard. Yeah. I tried it, hated it. <clears throat> excuse me, excuse me. PlayStation also gave me um, Abe's Odyssey, Abe's Exodus. That was where I started slowly stepping out of my wheelhouse. As far as uh, games go, I was getting out of the wrestling game and the uh, the shooting or the fighting game type of type of wheelhouse. Abe's Odyssey. So, yeah. You play um, Abe, who ha- who's trying to save his race of people. Basically, you guys are all locked up. Uh, GT Interactive that came out in. 97. See if I can pull up some video for you. I thought it was fun. I never beat that either. But god damn, it was pretty it was pretty dope. It was a nice um step away from the norm for me. I used to work here. Well, I was really a slave. So Abe and his people were all slaves working for the man. And you're basically, basically, you you have to to save everybody. Yeah. 
and escape the tyrants. But, um... You could fart, you could laugh, you could, uh, you could chant and, like, possess some of the guards. It was another one of those games where I quickly got lost, man. I just, I didn't, I didn't have the fucking brain power for that. You know, I was trying to look for the fucking payoff really quick in games. And that's why I like shit like fighting games and adventure, you know. I wasn't trying to fucking look for the secret keys and, and figure out puzzles. That was not my not my cup of tea. I was like a cup of tea. Have I said that a lot? <laughs> cup of tea. Summon him like Have I said that a lot? This <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> Alright, so let's see. Go back to the fucking PlayStation uh, PS top one hundred or top fifty. Let's go with top hundred. I uh, started playing games like Siphon Filter with my buddy John. Yeah, that's not that does not sound right. Fortnite does not didn't come out until like the two thousands. How do you know? Cause I know. I know it came out like usually in like two thousand sixteen. That's what you think. Do your fucking research. I'm doing it. Do right your now. fucking I, research. I'm gonna do it right now. Okay. Uh, I'll do it right now. I'll do it right now. Fortnite release date. Two thousand sixteen. I think it's 2016. The original release date. Oh, close. Okay, 2017. You're still wrong. Anyway, um, go back to the top 100 games of PlayStation back in the day. Um, PlayStation, there wasn't really a whole lot of note that I remember. What? PlayStation what? PS1 top 100 games. What? Okay, there we go. So Abe's Odyssey, Abe's... Odd World, Crash Bandicoot, which basically was Sony's answer to Sonic the Hedgehog. Like you were uh, seventeen when that came out. I played played a little bit of Crash Bandicoot, never got into it. Um, I got a little bit more into the fighting games as, as this progressed. You know, stuff like Wait a minute, I'm talking dick. So games like Tekken came out. Um. Tekken 1, I think I skipped over. Tekken 2, I picked up when it came out. That was my shit. It got me away from Mortal Kombat. It got me away from Street Fighter, because those are all... I mean, after a while, all the fighting games are pretty much the same. And I'm looking at this list, top 100 games on PlayStation. I don't really recognize any of them. I was a big wrestling game fan, so SmackDown came out. SmackDown 2 came out. Those were good. Um, Siphon Filter. Is that on this list? I don't see you. Yeah, you're good. You're good at uh, wrestling games. But I'm good at shooting games, and I beat you. Okay, well, that cool, cool story, bro. All right, so Siphon Filter was probably one of the first shooters I really got into. Um, it had a multiplayer game. I don't want to say multiplayer game. It had a two-player mission mode where you could like uh, duke it out with your opponent. I played against my buddy John. Was it that? Was it that game? I don't remember that game. I don't. I, mean, I remember playing the game, but I don't remember it being on PlayStation. Anyway, I became really good friends with grenades because I would just hold the button to like activate the grenade and then just randomly launch it. Like it would automatically throw the grenade in the direction in which your opponent was. Like you didn't have to aim for shit. Sometimes I got him. Sometimes I didn't. Sometimes he would kill me and go and collect my ammo. 
but I had already been holding on to that fucking grenade for a couple seconds. So after he kills me, the grenade would fucking kill him because I was holding on to it for so long. So, like... (laughs) I'd win and I'd lose at the same time. It was great. Yeah, until now, you can't... You have to find where this one is and not throw it. All right, so according to my notes, some of the... um, the notable games that I had for PlayStation. Destruction Derby, Mortal Kombat Trilogy. As well as uh, I first started playing Resident Evil with PlayStation 1. Um, and that was, oh, dude, that was a shit show. Does everybody remember when they got introduced to Resident Evil? You guys remember that shit? Okay. Oh, there we go. Because he knows. Vampire Hunter D... Driver, I'm not going to say one way or another if I'd watched it or not. Um, I want to think I probably did rent it or play it at somebody's house, but I don't remember ever owning it. Um, so PlayStation 1 also gave me Resident Evil. and Everybody was talking about it. Um, they're like, oh, man, you got to play this fucking awesome zombie game. You got to play it in the dark, you know, all this other shit. And um, I rented it. This was back when we had Panorama video. And Panorama is where the Dollar General is on the corner up here now. So before you get to Polly's, there's a Dollar General. That used to be a video store. And the the, the return box on the outside is still there. Oh, dang. I think they sealed it up, but it's still there. Anyway, everybody told me, go get Resident Evil. I got Resident Evil. It was the director's cut. And let me show you some of the videos from this, Lena, because you're going to be like, (laughs) you're going to be like, compared to what we have now, probably going to have to go check on your sister here in a little bit. Yeah, she's probably probably out cold. She's probably out cold. Okay, so this is Resident Evil, the director's cut, which came out, fuck, I don't remember when it came out. All I'm hearing is... Click, 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 click. And 8-bit explosions. Not 8-bit. See, we when we get into the PlayStation, it bumped up to 32 bits, I believe. I know, but I'm 97. that in my mind. Okay, so here is Resident Evil. I'll be there. So look at the blockiness of these characters. Well, like, you're in this, you're in this empty, this is how we went through doors, okay? You didn't know what the fuck was on one side of the door or the other. Zombie. Dark, dark, and all you hear is, like, little low music. Yeah. And then you hear these creepy-ass footsteps. So, I remember in Dead Rising, when you... We're not talking about Dead Rising. I know! We're gonna get to Dead Rising. You, you give me a minute. We're gonna get to Dead Rising. But anyway, the hard part about, the crazy part about Resident Evil is, I would be walking down, let me see if I can pull that particular video up. Resident Evil, Director's Cut. Evil, Director's Cut. Um, There we go. Dogs. As AF? Scary AF. Okay. 
I'm not going to find a video for that right now. But anyway, that was the first time. I came across the, the, the zombie, the first zombie. He was munching on a fucking cop. And um, that was scary by itself. He had one single zombie coming at you, and I shit yeah. myself. Um, but it was another one of those puzzle games that I always got, you know, disenchanted with. Because there was just too much going on. You have too many items. You don't have enough ammo because, you know, you're not conserving. You're just ready to fucking blow the whole of the zombies' heads and shit like that, you know. Um, but, yeah, there was this one moment where in Resident Evil Director's Cut, you're walking down this hallway. There's no music playing. All you hear is the footsteps of your character. And then as you get closer and closer to the end of the hallway, all these fucking dogs jump through the window at you. Yeah, it was scary as shit. Like there were, like I said, there was no music playing. Like it's quiet, completely quiet, except for your footsteps. And then all of a sudden, like four or five dogs jump through at you. Yeah, that's why I hate because like if I'm if I'm in a nightmare and then I'm like, you know, you're gonna get jump scared in your dream, whether you pee yourself, pee yourself in your life. Yeah, there are a number of times where I almost peed myself with this game. Resident Evil was the fucking, was crazy shit. Uh, in addition to the PlayStation, I also found um, one of my favorite all-time, all-time top ten games. Um, it was called WCW versus the World. All right, so WCW versus the World. This came out for PlayStation. This was back when we still had a Toys R Us. It was my introduction, as far as I know, to THQ, which was a big staple in my world of video games because all the games that you played on the N64, those were THQ. This was like the the big dog because like you had the grapple, you had your strong grapple, your weak grapple, your medium grapple, you had your finishing moves, you had a plethora of characters, not just the well-known guys on TV, but you had the bullshit ones. And I don't mean bullshit ones like they didn't matter. I mean bullshit ones like they were disguised or named um, because of, like, copyrights and shit like that, you yeah. know? So you had a lot of well-known well-known fictional characters, but you knew who the fuck they were if you were a wrestling fan. So the the we had Chris Benoit. We had Dean Malenko, Eddie Guerrero, uh, The Giant, Jeff Jarrett. I don't remember Jeff Jarrett being on that. <laughs> Okay, anyway, Hulk Hogan, Lex Luger, Masahiro Chono, Ric Flair, Rick Steiner, Scott Steiner, Lord Steven Regal, Sting, and the Ultimo Dragon. In addition to Yoji uh, Angel, Yoji Angel, uh, Jushin Liger, we had the Great Muda, Gary Albright, Scott Norton, Takamichi Noku, the Great Suzuki, Tarzan Goto, Kensuke Sasaki, Stan Hansen, Hiro, uh, Hiroshi Hasashi, Sabu, uh, Hiroshi Tenzan, Bruiser Brody, Tiger Mask, Fujiwara, Mil Mascaris, Ricky Choshu, T- Terry Funk, uh, Jumbo Shruta, Road Warrior Hawk, Carl Gotch, Giant Baba, Steve Williams, Ken Shamrock. He had a lot of fucking people on this game. A lot Road of fucking Warrior people on this Hawk. game. Yeah. What? What? Road Warrior. Oh yeah, see the name. The name were the names were made so that they couldn't get sued. Oh, so those those are bullshit names. 
the blue ones here, the links are the actual people that they're portrayed for portrayed on. But anyway, um, overdose on drinks. Oh yeah, he did pass away in an early age. Let's see. So gameplay. Uh, I'm gonna go through all the characters. Show you all the characters. After we see this motherfucking ad for Peacock. And you know what? Speaking of ads, we haven't done any ads for any of our uh, our sponsors. dudes. For any of our sponsors. So I'm going to go ahead and get that out of the way, too. Yeah. We don't have anybody fucking watching, so it doesn't matter. That's sad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to mute. Done. We're going to go ahead and mute the mics really quick because I don't have this loaded onto uh, StreamYard yet. So go ahead. My Nerdvana Toys and Collectibles, Jackson, Michigan's one-stop shop for nerds of all ages. Do they have Funko? They got you. Super 7? They got you. What about Mezco? Mezco, Hasbro, McFarlane, My Nerdvana Toys and Collectibles has got you covered. Whether you're just starting your collection or expanding a current toy hoard, My Nerdvana's professionals will hook you up. My Nerdvana Toys and Collectibles. Find them on Facebook. In-person shopping by appointment only. Are you starting a new business and you need an eye-catching logo? Are you working on a big project for the office and you just can't nail that artwork? Perhaps you've written the next best-selling kids book, but you can't draw. With that deadline rapidly approaching, it sounds like you might need a miracle. So let Chimera Design be the answer to your prayers. Chimera Design works with all mediums and specializes in all kinds of artwork, from logos, t-shirt design, book covers, children's book illustration, board game and card game design, and more. There's really no job too big or too small, because Chimera Design can do it all. So if you have an idea, let Chimera Design get to work for you. Email brianritson at gmail.com. That's brian, R-I-T-S-O-N, at gmail.com. Or find Chimera Design on Facebook. Chimera Design, let them get to work for you. Dad, were we robbed? No, what are you talking about? Well, what happened to that old fridge, that broken TV, and all those boxes? Oh, Curtis came and got it, you know, Tactical Trash Out? I thought he did the lawn care. Yeah, but not anymore. Tactical Trash Out is servicing homes in a completely different way. Getting rid of all that old junk and clutter people have in their garage, their attics, their basement. Whatever you need to get rid of, call Tactical Trash Out. Awesome! What's his number again? Tactical Trash Out. 517-395-395. Three, six, two, eight. All we're back. So we were talking about Resident Evil. Uh, Resident Evil 2, when that came out, that was a fucking... That was crazy as hell because it was the first game that I had that was two discs. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I take that back. I think Abe's Odyssey was two discs. Or that might have been the Exodus. One of those games. I had two, at least two games that were two discs. And that was pretty fucking wild. Resident Evil 2 still stands true as one of my favorite zombie games. Favorite games of all time. I remember beating that several times over when it came out for N64, which we're going to talk about here in a minute. Um, PlayStation. What else came out for PlayStation that was worth a goddamn to talk about? I, I do remember that PlayStation, you could take your games, at least some of the games, and you could put them in like a traditional CD player, and you could play the music. You could play the soundtrack from it. But you didn't know until you put it in. If you were unlucky as fuck, which I was a couple of times, it would be like your your stereo would be turned all the way up. You'd put the disc in, you'd hit play, and all it would be would be like static. 
like the static sound. It was fucking yeah. awful. That would make me hate bullet cars because of that. Well, in regards to shit like uh, Mortal Kombat, you would have all the stage theme songs. Um, I think WCW versus the World had all its different music for each um, arena that it would have. It was pretty dope. Um, I don't have anything else to mention for PlayStation. Um, I didn't play, let's see, Grand Theft Auto. I didn't fuck with Grand Theft Auto. <sighs> After that, I moved on to N64. I was at the end of my high school career. It was 1998, Christmas time. We were getting ready to go on Christmas break. I had a class at the Career Center at JCC. It was commercial art and media. We had a party day, and somebody brought their Nintendo 64. Um, at that point, I had never played Nintendo 64. I don't think I knew anybody with Nintendo 64. This was my first experience. And somebody brought... WCW versus NWO Revenge for the Nintendo 64. This next to WCW versus the world is probably my favorite, still to this day, my favorite wrestling game of all time. Yeah, every time um, in whatever grade we would have a party, someone would bring their Oculus. All the, the virtual reality shit? Yeah. Jesus. They're like, let's play Oculus. Does anyone want to turn? Okay, so... Um, a lot of people that I've uh, ever tried to convince to play a wrestling game, like my buddy John, uh, they got hooked in by WWF No Mercy, which came after Revenge. Now, um, Revenge, it was on the same game engine um, as WCW versus the World. It was THQ. And I go over the, the list of characters, if it's on here. Licensed. Um... Ever since, I mean, this game right here, I'd been itching to play some of the, the Japan versions, you know, but, like, in regards to PlayStation or Xbox, you had to have your shit modded to do that, you know what I mean? Those games just were not available. I didn't have the know-how, and I didn't want to risk fucking up my system trying to mod it myself. But there were so many fucking games. And if you go back, I mean, if you just go back to wrestling-based video games... They go back. They go back all the way to the fucking early '80s, man. Arcades, you know. Um, I know that Technos had the the super WWF Superstars game. They had the uh, WrestleFest game. Yeah. You know, later on, I mean, all Japan had their own games. Super uh, Fire Pro Wrestling had their own games, but THQ was where it was at for me, man. New Japan, there's so many fucking games that came out for the current consoles that I never got my hands on. I'd only seen gameplay on YouTube, and it pisses me off. Yeah. Um, yeah. You sound like yeah. Will. Yeah. yeah, that sounds good to me. <laughs> Shout-outs to Will. Hope you're doing good, buddy. Um, uh, hey, man, he's being a grown-up like everybody else, man. We're all going through shit. Does not have a... Uh, God damn, I want just want the cast of characters, man. Here we go, characters. And I got something to say here in a minute, because we're going to get to it. All right, yeah. so we're going to go over the characters. You know you know what I'm going to say. We're going to go over the characters that were involved in this game. We had Aki Man, which is basically THQ Man, um, one of the uh, generic characters that they had in this game. Booker T, Bret Hart, Brian Adams, Buff Bagwell, Chris Benoit, Jericho, Dean Malenko, DDP, Disco Inferno, Dusty Rhodes, which I don't remember him being on there. 
Eric Bischoff, Eddie Guerrero, Fit Finley, Goldberg, Haku, Hulk Hogan, Jim Neinhart, Kevin Nash, Lex Luger, Miss Elizabeth, Mr. Perfect, Perry Saturn. I'm just going to say it was a very extensive fucking... Uh, it was a very extensive uh, roster. There we go. Blanking out here. Um, they also had some bullshit characters like in WCW versus the world where it was... Uh, they were based on real-life characters... But they didn't want to get sued, so they changed the names. Uh, let's see. Issues with the game. I never really had any issues with the game. They had different factions. They had NWO White, NWO Red, Ravens Flock, WCW 1, WCW 2, WCW 3, WCW 4, EFW, which I guess they had uh, a lot of the Japanese, a lot of the Japanese uh, favorites. Which I guess I never looked too hardcore into who they were based on. But then they had valets and managers and stuff like that. It was a fucking fun game, man. I loved it. I could I could probably still play that game with one hand tied behind my back. No bullshit. Um, that led us to um, games like WCW, NWO Revenge. Or no, Revenge was the game that I played. NWO, WCW World Tour was the game that came out prior to that. I think Muhammad Ali was a character that you could unlock in that game. Crazy as shit. Then fast forward a few years, and then you would get uh, WWF WrestleMania 2000. WrestleMania 2000, which came out, uh, let's see, N64. That's what I wanted. Yeah, not the, not the event. N64, it came out in 1999, okay? Um, that was basically a, a WWE's version of of Revenge. Had a lot of... Uh, you could create your own player at this point. Unlockables were pretty on point. Still a pretty, pretty hardcore favorite in my book. Yeah. But everybody, everybody fucking played uh, No Mercy. Everybody I talked to that was a non-wrestling fan at this point played No Mercy. They remember No Mercy more than anything. And it's still a fucking favorite. Uh, that which that came out in 2000 by THQ as well. I think that was the last game that THQ did. Stop it! It's my notepad. My notepad. Um, N64 games. I don't remember a whole lot about those. I never played Mario 64. I was not interested. Top 164 games. And I might just end up picking this up on another day, honestly, because we're already like two hours into this motherfucker. And you need to go home. So. We're going to go ahead and uh, we're going to call it right now. Oh, what are we doing? Oh. Yeah, oh, it's the podcast of pains on here. That's, the, that's how I'm listening on, on here. Um, I think I can knock out GameCube really quick. So I'm going to knock out GameCube really quick. Because GameCube was the next system that I got. Um, I don't remember who the fuck. I think it was at this point I started hanging out with my buddy John. Pretty hardcore. And he had gotten himself a Nintendo GameCube. Let me see if I can go ahead and get this GameCube. This is what happens when I don't have Will because I'm off the rails. I'm not going to blame Will. I just got a lot of information to give you all. It came out in 2001, so this was two uh, two years after I graduated. No, November 2001. John got it pretty quick. Um, some of the games of note that I remember having were 
They re-released Resident Evil. The they think they had it was a prequel to Resident Evil One that they had, and it fucked me up because those zombies could come back to life and chase after you and shit. Yeah. Um, and the discs were like little. They weren't like normal sized like fucking. This? They weren't normal sized DVDs. They were like a quarter size of the DVD. Uh-huh. Um, but SSX Tricky, I I say fuck it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and call it and I'll pick it up on yes. the it's all good. We got all the commercials. We got all the fucking sponsors and shit in. So we're going to call this motherfucker today. It is two hours. I'm going to fucking finish this bitch tomorrow. With or without Will, it don't matter. Um, thanks for joining us. You want to say anything? Uh, go Cardinals! Card, go Cardinals. Because that's your, your mascot. I, I know. Go Cardinals. You're a terrible host, Lena. And Better, better than, better than Will, but you're still a terrible host. So thank you, appreciate it. Um, thanks to Dragon Buddy, Lunar Girl. Thanks to uh, who else was watching today? Uh, Mom, maybe. Mom wasn't watching. Steve Long was watching. Oh, and then that was it. I think that was it. I think that was it. Um, so yeah, we're gonna go ahead and call it. It's two hours. I'm gonna finish up this conversation tomorrow once I get out of work. And hopefully, Lena, maybe Piper will make an appearance if she's feeling up to it. Hope so. Uh, part two will be in regards with uh, GameCube on up to where we're at today, which is PlayStation aiming for a PlayStation 5, but still rocking a PlayStation 4. So, thank you guys for uh, joining in, giving all the uh, your tidbits and your inf- info and your, uh, your feedback and all that. I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys going in. Check out the Patreon. Check out the um, the T Public. Still got shirts up there. Um, uh, as far as the Patreon goes, I am offering fucking sketches, man. I'm doing sketches now. I'm whoring out my, myself. I'm doing sketches. So if there's, uh, it's on the Patreon. I don't remember what I said. I was gonna offer up for you guys, but uh, for a limited time only. Certain financial, uh, yeah, I will for money. I will fucking draw you guys something and send it to you, and it'll be yours. Um, so check it out. Each. <laughs> no, I'm not going all that hardcore. I'll, I'll go cheap. I'll I'll work cheap with you fucking guys. Basically, any money I make off this is gonna go to buy more fucking alcohol. So that's all I need. Um. So yeah. Until next time. Until tomorrow. Until tomorrow. Until tomorrow. We got. Uh, what is it? How do you how do you review how do you view who's in the fucking uh, in the chat? Live viewers. I don't know. I don't know who's in the chat. If I go down, well, whoever's watching now, just keep commenting something else. Oh, there we go. That's Dragon Buddy saying bye. Uh, All right, thanks, man. I appreciate you guys dropping in. Love you. We'll catch you on the flip side. We're gonna finish up this uh, this video game pilgrimage of mine tomorrow. They gotta get them home. And I stink, so I need a shower. You always stink. Like Lucifer's breath. So, whatever. So, until next time, until tomorrow. Yes. Be excellent to each other. And party on. Yeah! My shit! Yeah! Oh, shit! Who needs Will? Yeah, who needs Will? Who needs Will? Alright, so let's send them out with a little something something. It's called the House of Pain. Thank you to Matt from My Nirvana for, for selecting this, this selection yeah. to send us out. I think it's good. It sounds good. Yeah. But we're going to talk uh, 
We're gonna tomorrow. We're gonna talk Astronomicon 6.5. We're gonna talk Monroe Pop Fest and the rest of the video game patronage. Yeah. And uh, that's about it, man. So go check out ATSW the Escape Pod every Wednesday on Tubes of You, 7:05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Be excellent to each other and party on, dudes. Right? Yeah, party on. All right, good shit. And see you tomorrow. Peace out. Good shit. All right, go get your stuff. Okay.